0: Hello and welcome to the Philist Club, the show where we get people to tell you how they saw the news from the past month. This is episode number 31 for December 2010. Hello everyone and welcome to the Fidesz Club. This is the show where, of course, we talk about the news from the past month. We're a little bit late. It's become sort of a habit in the past uh, few episodes. But uh, hopefully we'll have a good show. My name is Patrick Beja. I am from France. As usual, I'm joined with my friend Turkey from Saudi Arabia. How's it going, Turkey? Oh, I'm fine, Patrick. It's been a while. It's been oh, um, about a month. Imagine that. Yeah. I mean there's a lot of <laughs> snow there. <laughs> well, in France, quite a bit. Yes, we did. Um, and we have together, uh, also with us, uh, John and Paul. I was going to say Paul and John. Uh, we have two of the Beatles with us today. Um, yeah, you know, John always comes first <laughs> in, in the Beatles. That, that is sort of an uh, unfortunate truth. I agree. So <laughs> yeah, today, but Paul's still I'm... alive. <laughs> 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 oh. That's a good rebuttal. I agree. Sorry. How are you doing, guys? <laughs> uh, so I'm good. what's
1: that? that Beatles thing. Uh,
0: what do you mean?
2: What? What are the Beatles?
0: Oh, uh, no, those little thing. Band. Oh, you might call them scarabs. <laughs> uh, alright.
2: Yeah, now I know.
0: <laughs> so Paul uh, has been with, uh, on the show with us a uh, few months ago. Uh, he is of course the host of Concast uh, and he's based in Hong Kong. Uh, and uh, John is uh, also was with us a month uh, a year ago, I'm sorry, a little bit even uh, before that. Yeah, a um, year and a couple months. Exactly, and uh, he is the host of Negative Cutters, uh, which I've uh, we used to do a segment together. I guess. Yeah, we but didn't then you got a too busy, you got yeah.
2: too big, and you know, you <laughs> moved on with your life. It's okay. It's okay. I'm just, I'm just a little
0: sorry. Uh, uh, we'll, we'll have to do uh, that Patrick, again. Are you point.
1: that reliable as a friend? I, I am so somewhat. <laughs> I think, reliable. I think, I think I need to reconsider our friendship if that's how reliable you are. <laughs>
0: We'll talk about this a little bit later because we do have a lot to talk about. Uh, Oh, and I didn't mention, but Turkey's uh, Saudi Life has been relaunched uh, a few days ago. So we'll talk about this uh, at the end of the show. Um, And we are also uh, joined by the chat room intermittently because um, the Mac that I'm producing the whole thing on is sort of crapping out uh, regularly. uh, and this is not stopping. So we'll see so I, if I, the chat I room has something.
2: I the Mac.
0: Yeah, I, well, a point of clarification. Ustream producer sucks. Yeah, but you know, you can't even use the standard uh, way to broadcast on the Mac at the moment. Because apparently the Flash um, version of Flash that is, I don't know, with the latest OS, Flash is completely crapping out. In the browser. So if anyone has uh, information about that, a way to use the camera on the browser uh, with the latest version of macOS, please let me know because this is driving me crazy. I um,
2: we'll talk at after your the show. Phone. We'll
0: try and figure it out. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, Turkey, I didn't hear but you. You could use your iPhone to broadcast. <laughs> That's a good <laughs> idea. <laughs> Uh, although I would, people couldn't hear you and couldn't hear uh, the the um, thing that I'm using. Now you know this because
2: this is being produced live.
0: Oh, damn it. Sorry. It's a good thing Um, no one's videotaping me. (laughs) We'll fix that (laughs) next time. Okay, you know what? Let's uh, get into the show with a um, lot of news about... What shall we start with? I'll tell you what. For me, the whole news, there were basically (laughs) two categories. Um, One was snow and terrible (laughs) snowstorms. And the other one was horrible unrest in uh, North uh, Africa. Social and, uh, uh, you know, social unrest and terrorism in different places in Africa. Let's start with the not so much fun stuff. Uh, let's start with, you know, uh, Tunisia and Algeria and stuff like that. Unless you guys have something else you want to start with. Nope.
2: Mm-hmm. All right. Your show.
0: All right, let's do that then. The um, so the uh, main thing that we've been hearing about in the past, I would say, a couple of weeks, um, we, we're recording this on January 8th, so we're already a little bit into 2011, and this has been making a lot of noise because seemingly out of nowhere um, there was a, um, a, a series <coughs> of incidents, a couple of suicides uh, prices rising to incredible amounts that led to a uh, basically what's it, there's a lot of rioting at the moment uh, in Algeria and Tunisia, and um, it's looking like this uh, social unrest might spread to the rest of the... Uh, do you say Maghreb in, in English, to describe northern Africa and uh, around the Mediterranean? Uh no, Maghreb. No, okay. So it's nope. basically northern Africa. Uh, <coughs> there, there is fe- fear or, or, you know, uh, concern that it might spread to Morocco and places like that. Um, and it's all based. So it's, the situation is a little bit different in Algeria and uh, Tunisia. Basically, Tunisia has been being has been very. <laughs> Um, heavy-handed uh, on this because it's already sort of a, um, a dictatorship anyway. It, it's not quite a dictatorship, but it's it's got, for example, a big uh, handle on the Internet. It, it handles all the ISPs. It cuts off YouTube and, and uh, Dailymotion and stuff like that. And it's been arresting bloggers, which was a move to try and intimidate the uh, youth uh, that was uh, being uh, very... Um, Huh? What? Oh, <coughs> people are not hearing me in the chat room. That is unfortunate. What's happening? I'm. I'm. Are you hearing me now? There you go. So, um, I was saying, uh, it's. It's. It, they were trying to 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 get the guys uh, get the the rioting <coughs> down by by force, and it had quite, almost the opposite the uh, opposing uh, effect, which is. Um, the 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 internet and the youth thought sort of rose even higher because of this, and they are all um, um, getting i 'm sorry i 'm doing multiple things at once uh basically. Everyone is trying to find ways to, to to publicize this even more. And as usual, when you try to control the Internet, what happens is that you end up with uh, revolt on your hands. So we don't know exactly how long it's going to last. Um, there is a lot of uh, – the thing is it's a manifestation of a much deeper um, – uh, 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 unhappiness I want to say on the the pa- part of the youth uh, in these countries um, they're, they're very frustrated and it lo- it looks like at least in the way we're seeing it from here it looks like it might be a sort of a pivotal moment I'm, I'm just using this as my own uh, appreciation of it and completely personal it, it might be completely way off but it looks like it might be a point where these uh, countries are starting to, um, be, to, to not be satisfied with the situation as it is with uh, 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 a government that is not serving the, the people <coughs> in a fully... Democratic way. Uh, obviously, we're not perfect in in the the West either, but you know there is a little bit of a different approach to um, to government governance and uh, the the handling of the population in general. Um, so yeah, that's been a, a huge topic in the past uh, couple of weeks in in France. Did you guys hear about this at all? I'm going to start with maybe Turkey, since you know for us, I know Turkey. You're going to tell me, oh, it's a you know different people, but. In our very simplistic way, we're going to say, you know, they're mostly Arabs, so uh, it's roughly the same. Yeah, um,
1: Arabs, so it's big news since it's just all <laughs> Arabs.
0: <laughs> Sorry
1: to disappoint you.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, you're not, yeah. for you, you're like, uh, pff, whatever, as usual.
1: No, no it's, uh, it's a big in the news and local news. Uh, it's been, been covered very heavily. Uh, I think, uh, especially when it comes to uh, Tunisia. Tunisia is not known for having problems like these because of the strong uh, way the government is handling things. It really has a very strong hand on everything and it controls the media very much. So mm. it was kind of a lot is, of is surprise. It,
0: is it too strong for me to say that it's a dis- dictatorship? Uh, well, you tell me. Uh
1: president wins with uh, 98% of the votes. <laughs> what do you think?
0: Uh oh, sure, sure, yeah. No, but I mean, it's not. The, the, I, I, don't think the the thing is the reason why I'm asking this is that yeah. it doesn't seem that the like the people are being um, is being oppressed, you know, in the way that Oh no, uh, no, no, definitely. The, you know, the, 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 the country the is still very functional. No, no, uh, the Islamists are very, very oppressed there. The sorry, the Islamics. Are you using the term "Islamics" as in you know Islam extremists or no? Islam religious. period. Islam as a religion. Okay.
1: Yeah, they are very very controlled. They're oppressed. They're uh, it's very difficult. Uh, if you are conservative, uh, not extremists, just a conservative Muslim, it's very difficult for you in uh, in Tunisia. Okay. Uh, and they do have a lot of laws, and it uh, the Tunisia government does go too much and a lot of times against the will of the people or their opinions about life and religion in their life, which is really pressing. And of course, even when ignoring all the Islamists, it's also pressing anybody that opposes the government, no matter what their opinions, even if you're on a liberal side, if your liberal views oppose the government, then definitely. Uh, okay. it's one of, uh, you wouldn't think that, but if you're really looking to Tunisia, Tunisia is one of the most closed countries in the world. It's very controlled, very close from the outside world in its own way. Maybe not by tourism, but uh, if you go to Tunisia, you will figure it and go walk in the streets, you'll notice that.
0: Mm. It's interesting because, you know, we obviously (coughs) in France, we have a very close relationship with uh, Tunisia. It was one of the former colonies and we have a lot of immigration from there. Um, And there is a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of tourism. It's very, um, uh, to us, I mean, I'm sure everyone knows this and I'm going to sound like an idiot for for saying it. But I I didn't realize how how much of a strong hand the government had on the media, for example. Or uh, I didn't know that... All the ISPs were controlled on a governmental level, uh, so they can cut off just like they can in China. They can yeah, cut off definitely uh, because, one, or one because, site. Or, as I
1: said, because uh, Tunisia has a very strong control, so you don't really hear much from Tunisia on these matters. Because, and if you do follow all the news and you can check uh, uh, the human rights websites or any other uh, big media, you'll notice there's a lot of problems in uh, Tunisia when it comes to human rights. I've, I, sure. would, I would. I would consider Tunisia uh, in its own way, it might be completely different, but in its own way, I think Tunisia is even more oppressive than Saudi Arabia.
0: Hmm. I see. Yeah. Well, now of course the situation is a little bit different in uh, in Algeria, which has a, 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 its own set of problems. Um, yeah. uh, Probably issues with uh, with poverty and and unemployment and things like that. But the yeah. government is a lot more uh, open uh, than it is in Tunisia, and still the unrest is very uh, similar. Um, yeah. So, oh, sorry, go ahead. Yeah,
1: I think Algeria is a lot more different uh the situation is uh, different in its own way i think algeria is not also a complete democracy but i think it, compared to tunisia it's a lot more open a uh, lot more willing to understand and i think their problem is less uh serious than it is in uh, tunisia and tunisia the real problem is unemployment people are just tired of not being employed Mm. Uh, in Algeria, it's more about the government suddenly decided to stop uh, uh, subsidizing for food and other stuff, and people were not happy that prices went up. So that well, th-
0: well they went up like eighty percent. Yeah, definitely.
1: Um, so yeah. Uh, now the government's rethinking it's is considering that uh, they will uh, start lowering some of the prices back down. Mm. So it's just the condition is, I think, very different. And uh, the only reason, even in Tunisia, things got out of control is because one of the protesters uh, started a fire, f- burned himself to death.
0: Mm, right. Yeah. So exactly.
1: uh, I think that's what really started the entire uh, problem in Tunisia. And mm. he was the, you can say, he was the torch that started the uh, uh, r- riots and everything.
0: Right. Um, it was in Tunisia that there was a, a young man who got um, who also uh, committed suicide um, after his uh, i 'm sorry i can 't remember exactly but there was an issue uh, with him not being able being so desperate uh, because his uh, goods were seized by by the police uh, and he couldn 't find <coughs> any other job, so he committed suicide or something like that and I, before I move on to uh, you know I want to ask of course Paul and John what, what if you know, have they they've seen this, if at all? Um, By the way, there was uh,
1: Scott tells us we should talk politics for a change. Scott,
0: <laughs> Scott Johnson on uh, <laughs> Twitter says, "Yeah, you guys should talk politics for a change." <coughs> Maybe. Well, we might just. <laughs> um, we um, yeah, the, one image that was very um, strong uh, on on the news was during the riots there was a, a, it's a lot of young people obviously there was a young a bunch of young people you know with their heads uh, covered and with uh, weapons rioting and they were being interviewed by the tv and there was one in particular who was saying you know you know what there is no future for us here there is nothing to do we don't we don't even want to stay here they sh- they should just let us uh, um, immigrate We just want to leave. And as he was saying this, he was wielding this giant sword um, around. And I have to say, it didn't, didn't, uh, you know, instill me with the greatest confidence. This guy was seemingly obviously pissed off and violent, waving his sword around, going like, you guys should just let us immigrate. Obviously saying, you know, we want to go to Europe. And th- that image was sort of, huh, okay, um, are, we're, I, I don't know, you know. Uh, just, who's still just, stopping them
1: from going to Europe?
0: Well, you know, the, the, the I'm sure the French government and other governments <laughs> in Europe are not exactly happy that with the immigration rate. Huh? But so, that's another so, so, So
1: why are they cl- blaming their own government?
0: Well, I'm not sure, you know, I think it, it was a general, general statement. I don't think it was, <coughs> you know addressed specifically to the uh, tunisian government um but um yeah so let's let's go to paul uh hong kong is really really far away from northern africa right you probably haven't even really heard about this
3: no um i was i was in the u.s for half of december um, okay. and even there i didn't catch much about it it was a little
0: bit more recent than that. It was in the later part of December and early January. So yeah, it seems like
2: most of this is happening in the last like week and a half to two yeah. weeks.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. yeah. This is a good start for twenty eleven.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that, is that? But it, in a more general way, Paul, is that something that you know, Northern Africa, Africa, all <coughs> of these? Do they not even make the news in, in Hong Kong? I'm talking um, about, of course, local news. You know,
3: yeah. Uh, they'll make um, if it's a if it's a really you know global story. It'll make you know the back pages usually, um, mm. but rarely will it be you know a headline story or in the front unless you know the U.S. or China is involved. Um, mm. Though the one story it's it's not really the, you know it, it, it's different, but it's similar in terms of the the riots going on that did kind of make the news was the. Student protests in the UK over the uh, rising tuition rates, um, and you know they were they were saying oh, that. Oh right, uh, right, yeah. I, yeah, I t- sorry, students took were me very a second, upset yeah. because the government yeah. was going to really ra- raise the right. college tuition rates quite high. Right. Oh um, yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's a completely
0: different story, if you don't mind. we'll you know, we can get to it um, yeah. a little bit later, um, but. Yeah. Okay. So basically, Northern Africa, no one cares.
2: Oh, I think people care. Like, all right. So for here in the Uh, United States, yeah. Sorry, I meant
0: meant in Hong Kong, but.
2: But like, well, I mean, it's it's there, but I think it's like as it affects us, you know. Like when when I I've seen I think like brief mention of this, but it's always in relationship to, like um, I think uh, um, Hillary Clinton I think is going over to uh, what United Arab uh, Emirates Emirates for like a like, some sort of, like, security council, like, talking about mm. what we're doing uh, about Iran and things like that, and, you know, this was mentioned in that they're kind of keeping an eye on what's going on um, over there, um, as far mm. as um, how it might affect that trip or things like that, and, and how it's going to affect yeah. those talks as well. Um, but uh, I, the thing I find most interesting about the the writing, is like, all of the uh. I was even reading something about just in general about um, uh, one of the uh, one of the Shiites coming back from exile in Iran uh, and talking about how you know the gov you know we need to a kick out the United States but uh, the government needs to uh, or is Iraq sorry um, the government needs to uh, provide these services <coughs> and and it's it, it seems like the uh, the extremists. Uh, uh, in the uh, well I mean you know uh, the extremists tend to to get more of a hold in areas where you have lots of just social unrest like these areas um, mm. because of you know lack of you know lack of electricity lack you know lack of you know normal mm-hmm. things um, and and in these particular stories it's, it seems to be you know focus on what rising food prices mm. um, and and so I I'm I'm interested to see what's going to happen because of this as it moves forward. Um, you know, Is it something that's going to create some sort of uh, growing sect in those countries that will, uh, you know, is it going to turn yeah. political?
0: You know, yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because in this case, uh, it seems like both uh, Algeria and Tunisia, obviously they have, at least in Algeria, they have uh, extreme uh, religious groups that are very active. But... In this specific case, it's not uh, – the, 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 <clears throat> uh, the politicians and the religious groups tried to um, uh, get this, this cause r- and run with it, and apparently it's not working. It, this is really a deeply seated social issue it It's mm. not uh social in the sense that we hear it in in our societies, not to the level of people don't have food to eat, so they need people to provide them with you know uh, uh rice or anything they they are quite developing countries uh, not developing in the sense uh, i don't know exactly how to how to um, um classify them, but they're definitely not in the state of D- d- um, dismay that a country like Iraq or Afghanistan or anything like that is—they have a functioning society, be it Tunisia or or Algeria or or the other ones in in Northern Africa. They have functioning societies, and is- their issues are on the level of uh, unemployment is too high or prices rise by twenty, thirty percent or something like that, which which is terrible. But they're definitely not as. Um, uh, I'm sorry to to use that term but as low on the development scale as you might think um, they, they they so the the that 's why I was saying it seems like a pivotal point because mm. there is a political and social will there that wants things to change in an organized fashion it 's not just tribal you know sects or things like that that dictate their will to the to the rest of the you know they 're in cities they 're in towns and they 're getting pissed off and 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 in the same way, maybe the way I would put it is maybe in the same way that the the uh, eastern bloc sort of in very different, you know, uh, a very different situation. But the Eastern Bloc had a structured society. And at one point, it, they got really pissed off. Uh, and they cha- wanted to change things. It's not like we don't have food to eat. We need, you know, to survive. Turkey, so, is, so, is that? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, John.
2: Well, I was going to say, for me, the question then is going to become, uh, after this, you know, it's like, oh, you got the youth you know, just screaming out, basically uh, lashing out uh, uh, at the the problems that they see. Can this be calmed down a bit, uh, taken away from violence, and can that energy be put towards something useful? Like, will will the youth of those countries be able to uh, to to formulate a plan to actually make real change, other than just throwing themselves wildly against the wall? Mm.
0: That is a very good question, and I think this is where. No one knows, right? We, we don't know how it's going to turn out. But I have a hard time imagining that, especially in Tunisia, things would actually change into a full-scale revolution that would overturn the government and get a dem- democratic regime in place. I, I don't really see that happening. Um, well,
1: uh, actually, I think in Tunisia, there's a better chance in Tunisia than in any other country. Really? Uh, yeah, because Tunisia is one of the most oppressed it it might not happen because the government might, might be too strong, but... Uh, yeah, exactly. Talking, that's what yeah. I mean. Yeah, but if we're talking about the people, then the, that's where the people are most likely to happen, uh, a strong revolution. And I think it, if, if a revolution ever does happen uh, in Tunisia, I'm assuming and I expect that it will be a bloody one, from mm. uh, at least from what I know about the country and about the, how things are there. Uh <clears throat> Algeria is basically a democratic country in general. They still have a lot of problems. They, it's not exactly completely democratic. They had uh, cl- uh, stopped an election. But re- what really bothers me, what makes me worry, is these the problems these governments are having are the same exact problems that cause all of these uh, Islamist extremist uh, movements to grow. This is w- mm. what really bothers me, because that's how they get to people. They start talking to them that this is uh, their fault of not having an Islamic government. Uh, this is uh, because it doesn't follow the, uh, r- the correct rules of God and so on. These are uh, the right time and the right place and uh, for such uh, groups to grow and, get, uh, and gain some strength. So that's the part mm. that really worries me.
3: Yeah, and I think it too is. that it's it's the idea that you know these people are not really protesting about anything except the idea that they want basic human needs being met, you know, they want affordable food, they want to be able to you know have a job with a decent wage. Uh you know and that's what everybody wants and if you don't have that then what do you do? You turn mm-hmm. to people who got to
1: promise a, you to provide
3: it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that is well, it's still very early in the situation so we'll have to uh, see how it evolves. But it is definitely I'm, I I have to say usually I'm not surprised when you guys haven't heard of things like that. I I mean, you know, in Asia or or the US, but here it's it it might be the the first time where there is so much noise about it. Maybe for the, you know, of course, geographical proximity is a reason and and historical uh, proximity also, but it, there is such it's such an important thing that's happening right now, um, and we're talking about it so much in France, and it seems like it's an important thing for uh, at least you know Europe and Africa in general that it would be reported on a little bit more um, for you guys. So it's the first time that I'm actually genuinely surprised that you haven't heard uh, more of it. But um,
2: I don't think we would I'm, have heard
0: anything about it if they hadn't hacked Facebook in Tunisia. <laughs> 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 well, there you go, yeah. Um, that was one of the big stories. We could talk about this a little bit more, but I'd rather, if you don't mind, uh, move on to uh, another uh, story from uh, from Africa, uh, and more precisely from Egypt, um, which has been talked about quite a bit. Uh, a series of uh, terrorist attacks against the um, uh, Copts. Uh, did you say Copts? I'm yeah. not sure what the English term is. Copts?
1: I think so, yes,
0: I believe Uh, so. So the Christian uh, Copts in Egypt have been the the target of uh, a series of religious attacks. Uh, Of course, it's obvious, but um, uh, perpetrated by uh, extreme um, Islamic groups with the aim of... Okay, it's difficult to say exactly what their aim is, but I think it's clear that they want to... And it's uh, it's
1: difficult to say who did it.
0: Well, it's let's say it's probably safe to say it's uh, extreme Islamists, isn't it?
1: And my uh, personally, no,
0: it's not okay. safe for
1: me personally to believe that. All right, so, a, I well, think uh, it's a it's a high possibility, but I also so have who else
0: would 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 do the local government. would have an interest? No. Yes. The local government, the the Egyptian government, yes. you think would? Yes. Okay, because That's they your, your conspiracy the, theory. No,
1: no. So if you really think about it. They're having a huge problem after the elections. The last elections, the Egyptian elections for parliament, were a complete sham. Even all the opposition parties withdrew from that election completely. Even the people who were supervising the election, who are the judges, have been protesting and demanding that the entire election process be redone all over again it's been all over the news it's been a huge thing in in egypt and suddenly you have this bomb suddenly everybody forgot about everything about the elections
0: okay it's um, just
1: too perfect of a timing i'm not saying it is the government i'm saying there's always that chance that until i see proof either way i'm gonna keep uh, waiting and not
2: uh, judge I, I can't okay. imagine it's actually the government. I mean, although the, the government has been blamed largely, I think, by
0: the coptics. Well, by the Coptic well is, uh, it doesn't have to be, be the government itself.
2: For... It could just be the government
1: that knew about it and just watched it happen.
0: Okay. Um, so I'll, uh, I'll say two things about this. First of all, I think it's a little bit, you know, um, tinfoil hat. Uh, did you, think, did um, you see the But, but let, let, actually, let's, that let, that me, let me that, just finish.
1: That, 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 Look, just he bought say. a
0: whole brand new roll
2: of uh, Reynolds <laughs> rap just for today. <laughs> <laughs> the threats the threats were
1: issued on extremist websites two weeks in advance. They told them how to do it. They told them how, when to do it. And, and you don't, don't tell me the Egyptian government and the Egyptian uh, Secret Service or whatever did not see those websites and did not have an idea that that would happen.
2: Yeah. Right, so, I mean, I so you're saying I... they're they're culpable
0: just by the the, the knowledge of it and not doing anything about it. He's well, saying they might have let it happen. Yes, right. Yeah, it seems a little bit far-fetched, but okay, I guess it's but even you are saying Turkey that the the more likely scenario is that you know, it's just okay. terrorist
1: attacks. Yeah, yeah, it's the most likely okay. scenario. It's extremist. However, I will not uh, Say it's extremist and just shut up. That's what I'm saying.
0: Okay, sure, <laughs> fair enough. Um, but so the the thing is, um, it's been obviously very, uh, very much talked about uh, in France, and there there are two things that I'd like to point out. Um, first of all, the reaction that we hear. Obviously, the cops are are very pissed off, which is understandable. And um, there is a lot of fear and a lot of not understanding because it seems like they are, what they're saying is, as is often the case in, in scenarios like this, is we are Egyptians and we don't understand why we're being targeted like this. We're not... We don't have any agenda, any interest in, in fighting anyone. We're just here minding our own business, and all of a sudden, a bomb explodes. And it's not like, you know, in, in some cases, you can make the case that there is actually a conflict between two ethnic groups or religious groups. Or, but in this case, really, their only um, uh, uh, fault is that they are Christians And that's it. And this led to a little bit of a a feeling of reinforced feeling, which already existed, I suppose, that there is uh, President Sarkozy uh, said this a few days ago, and he used a very strong term. And he said, it feels like it's sort of religious uh, cleansing that is happening in the in the middle east and we shouldn't we can't let it happen you can't you know it seems like uh, the ex, uh, islamist uh, extremists want to get rid of everything that is not theirs it seems silly to say it because it's obvious that you know they're very angry people who want to get everything that they don't like out of the way but it gets to a point now especially with these attacks which is just com- even more ruthless, not even in the execution, but in the intent even and the other thing I wanted to say is that uh, the reaction of the Egyptian community as a whole seems to have been very <coughs> healthy with a lot of support uh, uh, on the um, uh, islam uh, islamist uh, religious authorities on uh, with the you know a lot of solidarity shown and a lot of uh, 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 support from uh, the Muslim community to the Christian community. So it, it seems it, actually, it's very grim actually, on one Actually, side.
1: there's been a lot of support and condemnation even from Saudi Arabia. Okay. Even I, the I, Saudi, I... the head of the Saudi uh, religious authority in Saudi Arabia condemned the whole
0: thing. Right. Well, yeah, that's, that's what I'm trying to say. I mean, it's a very grim picture on one side because it seems like this is becoming just uh, uh, <coughs> complete... Oh, so, okay, so I talked about it for a while, but it's obviously very grim. But on the other side, it's I don't think I often see uh, that kind of, of event bringing these communities together in that sense. Obviously, it's completely tragic, but... Uh, it was very uh, emotional for me to see that That uh, there have been other instances, obviously. I'm not trying to diminish it completely, but it was very emotional for me to see that, you know, the the, the Muslim communities would, would go. And, and there were, in Egypt, you know, they have been living in peace for, well, okay, there have been some of them that have been living in peace for a long time. And you have people who have grown up. On some of them being Christians, some of them being Muslims, with no issue at all in a way that we would see in other countries. And all of a sudden, they're pitted against one another for no. Reason that they understand, and there they were. We had a few uh, reports about uh, people who were thirty or forty years old. Some Christian were saying it was a little bit difficult for them, but sitting down at a, at a cafe with their friends who were Muslims and just you know saying we're just friends, we don't have an issue with any of this. So anyway, that's that's the way we're we're seeing it here, and and um, so I'm curious to to uh, I'm sure you guys uh, at least. John, in the U.S., you've heard about these uh, terrorist attacks, right? Uh, sadly, mostly on, like, BBC World News. Um,
2: yeah. it, 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 it's, you know, if if I want world news, that's typically where I go at this point. Um, and it's been tough, and we'll get into this more later, I'm sure. But uh, as far as, like, the focus uh, in America on, like, the, the last month on the lame duck session of Congress sure. and all, all that sort of stuff. So, but, I mean... There, there, I mean, there, there's occasional stories, and if I want an actual, like, spend, like, you know, 10 minutes on something, uh, you know, versus the, okay, here's a quick headline while we move on to other stuff, um, I have to kind of go outside of American news media. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I mean, it's the, I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on for a second. Um, okay.
0: Please and, do. Too and, bad I, we don't a, have the, the video from you. Hold <laughs> on. Oh, <right>. Yeah. <laughs> okay. We there have we the go. sound effect. That's good. All right. So, um,
2: no, so um, I just, part of me wonders, there's a skeptical part of me, um, I mean, certainly what you described as, like, the shots of the normal, like, teenagers and stuff and, you know, showing unity, but there's a lot of talk of unity from, like, the governments and the governments condemning things, but uh, what are you going to do as a government? You know, you kind of have to. You know, like there's if something like this happens, you 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 in order to to keep your diplomatic ties, you pretty much have to say this. You know, um, sure. when uh, after after the big bombing happened, and everyone, you know, um, and the, uh, uh, the the Coptic uh, uh, Christians basically blamed the Egyptian government for you know sort of letting, you know, basically encouraging uh you know this kind of discrimination uh and and not protecting them at all then they stepped up and now like there's you know they've got police forces all around the churches and you know with like like you know you've got like bomb experts on hand and ready to go so like they
1: when it's public
0: there was you know the 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 community was saying you know we knew this was going to happen and you didn't do anything in that sense i think that's you know the description from uh Turkey and the one you're doing is at least reflected on, I don't know if I agree with it, but it's reflected in Egypt even.
2: Right. I mean, and that's, uh, that's the feeling at least, you know, from uh, yeah. of people's view of the Egyptian government, but, but, you know, and, and so the, the government steps up and does this, but, you know, so a part of me, you know, just thinks, you know, do we really, you know, you, you treat, we say the government said this and the government said that, and we treat, we almost personify the government um, as, as like one entity, um, but you really don't know truly what's going on, uh, you know, and truly what their stance on things is, you know, because there's just there's just no real way. If something horrible happens, you know, everyone's going get, to uh, get up in arms and everyone's going to say, yes, we, we we condemn this, you know, while mm. they're, you know, going and doing other things that uh, encourage it. So I don't know. Part of me. Is so just you're joining of, you're
0: joining Turkey in his uh, tinfoil hat club.
2: I, just, just in the the realm of that, there's no real way for me to know one way or the other. You know, the government's true role in this. You know, and and or who's causing it, other than you know that things are attributed to like Al Qaeda and things like that. So it definitely does seem like a terrorist thing. And and I don't think the government is causing it, but you know, hmm. I don't I don't see most governments. You know, most governments are going to talk out of both sides of their face. You know, as far as to say to To push their agenda, whatever that may be, in whatever instance to push their agenda forward while saying whatever they have to say to placate mm. the people around them, and we see it constantly
3: and okay. using I'm, using fear does have an you know a benefit to certain governments whenever they can oh. get the public afraid about something or anything uh, are you also joining the, the
0: the tinfoil hat club <laughs> put well, it on you
3: know i just <laughs> I'm just throwing in my two cents. Um, sure. <laughs> so, yeah, you, you also think that
0: it, it's a possibility that, you know, this is a convenient time for something horrific to happen.
3: I mean, you know, it's it's the holiday. It's, it's certainly a time of year when, you know, attacks like these are more prone to happen against people who are Christians because of, you know, the, yeah. the proximity to the holiday. But in terms of, you know, government response and things... You know, I, I don't want to be a conspiracy person, but uh I, I, I do agree it's possible.
0: How how was this uh, received in, in in Hong Kong, if at all?
3: Uh it wasn't in the news very much. Really? I, I caught that, it that yeah, I caught it on the internet. Yeah. Um wow. most of the news has been dominated primarily by Korea and um mm. you know, the yeah, what's course. been going on in the US with the elections, but mm. Yeah, not Actually, much that's through.
0: that's something that um, I didn't really mention, but that that has also. I, I guess we're we're done with Egypt, yeah? Turkey, unless you want to add something. I, oh, sorry.
2: Uh, Why well, I, I, I I just want to clarify as far as like you know, I'm not saying I don't want to say like the you know that I think Egypt like had a hand in it. I just say I'm just saying I don't think you can trust the initial response of a government to
0: public outcry as their stance you know what i mean like sure i guess i i understand what you mean but it's just that if you go with that premise which yeah i understand there is a certain measure of this in everything but then you can't trust anything anyone says ever exactly okay <laughs> there you go <laughs> to point. um so turkey you wanted to add something uh, no Okay. So, let's um just talk about Korea for a little bit because um obviously in early December that was it seemed like we were almost at at the brink of World War 3. Um m- Paul, maybe I can let you talk about this because obviously you're a lot closer to the situation. Uh can you if if you will uh, do a short summary of what happened and how uh, uh things developed? Okay. Uh I'll do my
3: best. <laughs> Not an expert Thank on you. Korea. Um, no, but, but you know yeah, the, what's
0: been happening in the in early December and uh, yeah, well,
3: you have to go back a little bit because there was a there was a like a torpedo attack on a South Korean ship that was sunk and a couple yeah, sailors. Which you know died. we talked about
0: a while ago, but yeah, um,
3: and then uh, they had uh, some shelling that happened on one of the one of the islands that's claimed by South Korea and there's some South Korea there's a base there and uh, some civilians living there um but north korea also claims it and they decided to uh, basically bombard it and
0: i'm not that was really in november sure. right
3: yeah <coughs>
0: that, that was in november and then the the big issue in december was that south korea uh had uh, planned some military exercise uh on that very island, which and there was a whole issue with uh, in in inside South Korea because uh, some people thought that the government had been too weak once the when the attacks from North Korea had uh, happened, uh, so they were apparently making a show of force in um, in December by actually going through with these exercises, but North Korea was basically saying, "If you do this, this is it, it's war," and they weren't just yes. you know. Just, just and, playing around. It
3: seemed for well, a while. Well, the interesting like thing was, is, is that the, they've technically been at war. The, the Korean War never ended. Um, yeah, no, yeah, of course. A,
0: I mean, but if you do this, we're at attacking back. And you know, we have troops, There were troops amassing at the at the uh, uh, borders, and like, it, and the, the Americans were getting in to support the uh, the um, uh, exercises, the military exercises of the South Korean. And China was thrown into the mix, of course. And for a moment, there it seemed like it was getting really, really serious. And yeah. I don't know, maybe midway through December, early, you know, maybe uh, by the end of December all of a sudden it just died nothing happened yeah. i mean they did their exercises and everything and then yeah that was it and i don't even know And there's happened.
3: been some there's been some interesting speculation as to you know why and the timing and um because kim jong un the son of kim jong il is is being uh sort of groomed to take his position some people think that maybe there's a power struggle going on that maybe there was a mm. uh one of the generals was trying to see how far he could push the envelope or maybe make some Mm. things unstable. It's really unclear because they don't have a lot of intelligence coming from the area. But there's been a lot of very interesting speculation in the news.
0: And so how did uh, you guys hear about the resolution of this whole story? Because as I was saying, for us, it just ended. Do you guys have more information? They just, what happened? They just stopped? That was it? You know, they did their exercise and okay, never mind?
3: Yeah, the, the, the South Koreans, you know, did their exercise. It, it From what I heard, it didn't go through to the full extent. Um, and still, there's still a lot of South Koreans, you know, because they've had casualties on their side. Uh, a lot of South Korean people think that the government is being you know, too timid in their response. Um, but yeah, it's just suddenly died down. Um, and I haven't heard anything. And, you know, some people have said some U.S. diplomats have been over... Um, to reopen negotiations. I think um, uh, there was a senator, I think he's from Nevada, uh, yeah. Bill Richardson. He was one of the presidential candidates who went over to um, to talk with some of the ministers. I don't know if anything really came of that. They didn't really say anything about it in the news, but um, he had a presence there. And uh, Then they were saying they were going to let inspectors come back in for a bit and i don't i don't see anything i didn't see anything come uh away from that but mm. it seems like there's some negotiations going on behind the scenes somewhere you well, know I think it's the, kind of oh sorry go ahead
2: Well, i should say the the there was something yesterday i think about um the uh, north korea basically re, you know trying basically saying i think it was like they're they have some committee on the unification of korea um and uh, uh the the representative of that committee was was calling for uh they they phrased it kind of oddly but unconditional <laughs> uh and uh early talks um mm-hmm. and so it it looks like south is kind of uh, we're not sure whether we're going to go back to the table or not
0: okay you know it's it's very strange the way this whole thing happened because it would seem like again the the fact that it just died down sort of makes me want to put on a tinfoil hat also <laughs> because the media it it seems it's incredibly weird that the media would just drop it and uh, I I don't actually believe that it was there was any sort of political agenda in in that you know in the drop dropping of the story but. Maybe it was just uh, the circumstances and, and Christmas just happening so everyone started talking about something else. But I don't know. It's just it's a little bit strange the way it, it uh, the story disappeared. And I'm sure Turkey will have a theory as to why the story disappeared. Oh me? I think you're the only Turkey on the call. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Not that it <didn't>
0: sound good. <laughs> <laughs> so no, you don't really care about Korea?
1: I, I think it's uh, it's just uh, North Korea wanted the t- world to know that it existed for a while, and they got mm. to, uh, their agenda. I think that's it. That's all.
0: They and just, now they're they, happy. And yeah, they they, just, they threw a tantrum basically.
1: Yeah, they just uh, made a, cha- a major change in their uh, leadership, and they wanted people to know that they were still there and they're still. Uh, Arrogant, and they will still react. And uh, they wanted people to come uh, on the negotiation table again. So that's what uh, what they did.
0: All right, fair enough.
2: Um, I think I think news media in general is is kind of like they every day they have shiny moments. You know, it's like oh what's oh oh what's that over there, um, <laughs> oh, and and so it's kind hey, of hey, like
1: do you want my conspiracy theory?
2: Go for oh, it, please. Uh? some
1: news channel paid the North Koreans to start this so they can cover it. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Look, we got nothing for Thursday. Could you do Thursday?
3: (laughs) There you go. Rupert Murdoch at work, right? A, a yes. little yeah. wag the dog totally. action there. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. I, I just
2: feel like, you know, uh, you know, I mean, it's things happen. And when things don't happen, the news finds other things to talk about. Um, and, yeah. you know, versus investigative reporting where someone's really, you know, uh, a reporter's really digging into that. But I don't think that's that's not television media. Um, not really. Um, and so, and I don't think the, I don't think there's as much, nearly as much investigative reporting and that takes time and that takes, you know, a lot more time. So it's just w- the everyday stuff that we hear is just constant, you know, this is what happened. And then here's our reaction to what happens. So very, very reactionary.
3: Mm. Yeah. Uh, that's a good point too. I mean, if you think back to, um, the earthquake in Haiti, right, it was like a major news thing for that, that whole two week period afterwards. And then, you know, it's, it's, you can't even find anything about it in the news. Haiti hasn't been rebuilt, you know, it's still having yeah. problems. But to really discuss those, you have to have some really hard investigative people to go in, not just, you know, who can we get on at 10 to, you know, shoot the breeze with. Uh,
0: yeah, sure. I mean, but this is a little bit of a different situation. I mean, for Haiti, they covered the actual event, and then they they would have needed to have some follow up in order to understand, you know, the the implications. But in this case, it was really like you you start watching the movie, and right before the big explosion, you sort of switch to another channel. You know, it's it's yeah. there there was a conclusion in this korean thing i guess i guess maybe it was it didn't make for good news to uh, you know good news reporting to just have someone on the mic saying okay and today in the north korean south korean conflict nothing happened back to you you're
1: worrying me now
0: you you were
1: looking for an explosion
0: No, no, but you know, it's like what
1: you were looking for. You actually wanted them to have a war.
0: (laughs) No, what I'm saying is (laughs) it was it was being described as if war was actually going to happen. So when it didn't, I would have liked to at least have Phew Okay, we're good. Like the situation is calming down on on the South Korean. Yeah, North but I don't Korean think it really. Thing. It didn't really
2: calm down until very recently, and that's when now we're here starting to hear the the news of okay, North, you know, North is no longer saying, you know. Uh, uh talking
0: violence north is suddenly in the last week talking peace so sure but i mean they were they basically the way okay maybe you guys didn't see it in that way in, in and that's that makes for an interesting Phileas club uh, <laughs> analysis but the way we were hearing about it was all right, now uh, this guy is looking at the other guy. Okay, now they're raising their guns. Uh, oh, oh, God! They have their their finger on the trigger. They're starting to pull the trigger. Oh, holy crap! And then they move on to oh, and here's a Christmas tree. You know, and you're like, <laughs> wait, did they did, did they pull the trigger? Did they? What happened? You know, I, it's, it was. Really...
2: I think it's more of that. The you know, it was like okay, the the fingers on the trigger. And nothing else happened. And and so it was just yeah. waiting for something to either to really happen. And I don't think it really happened until recently, you know, one yeah. way or the other. I don't know. It, it just seems like it wasn't – there wasn't much to report other than that there's not much to report. And that's not – Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Not new. Yeah, that's what – I guess that's what I was saying also with the – that doesn't make for excellent news reporting to say, <laughs> and today nothing happened. Yeah. And the, it, the, the, it, it also makes me wonder – yeah, if there's <laughs>
3: stuff going on in closed room meetings that the media just doesn't isn't privy to. You know, the mm. deals being brokered yeah, probably, or things yeah. being made um, that yeah. just won't come out at least in the near future. Yeah,
0: probably. Um, all right. Uh, last thing I have on the international front, uh, which I really want to mention, is the story in Cote d'Ivoire. Which has been developing? It's probably the other, uh, along with the the uh, Tunisia Algeria thing, uh, the biggest story we've heard the most of, and and that one went back all the way from uh, late November early December. Mm-hmm. Um, we mentioned on this show this the the the. Overarching contest, uh, context, I'm sorry, where, um, and contest also, I suppose, where uh, Gbagbo, Laurent Gbagbo, or, who was a dictator, similarly dictator, Cote d'Ivoire, Laurent Gbagbo? Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the French pronunciation. I don't know how you guys say it. Um, and, and so he was uh, almost basically a dictator in Côte d'Ivoire, and he organized democratic election, which was like a beacon of hope for Africa. Um, and his uh, 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 the the one who was going against him in the uh, second turn of the election, uh, Alassane Ouattara. Ouattara um, actually won the election, or that's what was announced at first. And then there was some sort of a hubbub and it was extremely... So, okay, just to put thing, b- things back in context, this was a a crappy political system where things turned around and it was like the hope of the whole population, the beacon for Africa and a demonstration for at least Europe that things can actually turn and start to become democratic through the will of the people and the the ruling class or you know the the the, the ruling uh, the political uh, population the, the the elite of the country and so, as I was saying, after the election, Alassane Ouattara was, was announced as the winner, kind of not really, not officially, but not really officially. But then, yes, he actually was the winner. Then the country closed down. And then there was an, an, an electoral commission that declared or that announced, oh, no, actually, it's Bagbo who won. And that, that was obviously an incredible sham. And now Bagbo is saying, I'm president I don't know what the problem is. You all go away. And Ouattara hasn't managed to take uh, the, the place that is from everyone's opinion in, in the West, or almost everyone's opinion, in at least in Europe, his rightful place as president of Côte d'Ivoire. And Gbagbo is has his claws on the presidency and will not let go um everyone in uh, the african uh, other african countries have been trying to uh get him to, to you know, to negotiate with him and to get him to leave the power, um, and the CDAO, which is you know, uh, African um, uh, Conference uh, Organization, have been sending delegates to uh, Côte d'Ivoire to try and get him to relinquish the power. And so, basically, it's a huge mess, a huge disaster, and spoiling what could have been a fantastic example for Africa. And so. It's it's it went from a, a bubble of hope that burst into a, a, a puddle of despair, um, and now the situation is Gbagbo doesn't want to leave. His diplomats are not not recognized by any country, um, and uh, Ouattara is entrenched in his uh, hotel with his government which he's formed and he sent um, diplomats all over the world Um, and it seems that the country almost went to the brink of actual civil war. Uh, There were Killings happening from uh, the the Gbagbo camp going in. Not you know, it's not been completely officially recognized, but it's pretty clear that they went into Ouattara, uh, uh pro watara neighborhoods, and they actually went in and killed a few people during the night um, for a, a week or so. Uh, and the country is almost was almost on the brink of civil civil war for a while. Now the situation has been dialed back a little bit um but yeah so basically it's a giant mess uh, a horrible story and uh it's been making the first uh, headline of the news for the past few weeks in and out um and, but it's still very important and we don't really know where it's going to go so that's my uh report on it uh, now i'm afraid to even ask uh have you? I I I hope you guys have heard about this. I'm sure Turkey. I have.
1: have a question. Okay. Why are all of your big news come from
0: ex-colonies?
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> this could be telling. Well, no, it is absolutely, and that's absolutely <laughs> one of the reasons why you know they have been so big in uh, in France, and I'm sure that's a factor. And you know, I'm sure a few people listening to this show were like. Dude, it's your colonies, of course you're going to be talking about it, <laughs> but I still honestly think that these are important world events, and to be honest, we haven't really heard about a lot other world events uh, so i I'm, I'm what I'm South thinking of Sudan? is yeah that's what yes, but yes, so that's, that's very recent, that's a lot more recent, you know that's the past couple of days so um so yeah, okay, so what you're telling me is. No, not really. You don't care about it. It seems like it does heard seem. It.
1: Really? We heard a lot of it.
0: Okay, um, Paul. No, got nothing. Sorry. Jeez, I'm I'm amazed. I'm really. Wow. Okay, Turkey. Um, give us your take on it.
1: Uh, I think the take is clear. Some guy lost the election, and he decided, no, I
0: won. <laughs> yeah yeah no but i mean uh, okay i i guess it would be difficult for anyone to actually say oh no actually he is actually okay you know what there are actually a couple of people that got mentioned on the news like uh i think it's a it's a senator or something in in france yeah. and another p- public person yeah. who actually went uh to Côte d'Ivoire saying, but you know what? We're all talking about the uh, issues with the uh, Ouattara being elected. Everyone's saying that. But actually, we're pretty sure, oh, it was that uh, Vergès... Uh, um, an, uh, a lawyer who takes up the cause of all the dictators and you know in in court uh, defending the people who cannot be defended. Uh, so he went there and was saying like, yeah, but there were irregularities in the elections on both camps, and maybe Bukwagbo actually won the election. So how much so, did he get paid? Exactly, I suppose that is you know a case of <laughs> they were mentioned, but no one's taking them very seriously. Uh,
1: dude, the, the, um, I think I think this is one of the a very unique situation where every single country in the world decided he lost.
0: Yeah, I agree. So, I mean, so
1: I think this is very unique. It doesn't really happen that much, but the guy yeah. has completely lost all support from any country in the world. I don't even think any dictatorship supports him.
0: Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, I don't that's know. But, uh, <laughs> he must be running around in his, in his uh, palace going like, guys at, you could at least like not um but no Wait, you know what's we're, the
2: secret password for to get in the club <laughs> who changed it
0: um yeah we're laughing but it's really a, a an unfortunate situation and uh, the the people in cote d'ivoire are so disillusioned i think that's the biggest take away from it it's disillusioned well, um, he still controls the media well, that even, you know, no one is actually. There were a good number of people who actually voted for him. I think yeah, the but, unofficial but, yeah, estimate but, but, is but, around but 40%. He, he's
1: still controlling the TV and the radio. It's yeah. all under his, so whatever he says, that's what the people are hearing.
0: Oh, yeah, but I don't think anyone is actually believing that he actually won the election, is my point. Even in Côte d'Ivoire, I don't think so. I might be mistaken, but, you know.
1: I think one of his lawyers, he's an American lawyer. He backed mm. out and he said, I have nothing to do with him. He refused to <laughs> listen to me. I give yeah. up.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's really, he's being completely pig-headed. Mm. And ev- everyone, you know, it's not like, I, I was saying, I'm sorry for, you know, if, if some people listen to us uh, in Africa or you have African origins or whatever, but it's not like the African countries all have a, a, an immaculate track record in these affairs. And even, mo- you know, from what I've heard, all the African countries are like, Okay, that's you're overdoing it. Just give it up already. That's (laughs) not you shouldn't. You know, that's enough. Um, Hey, they close all of his
1: accounts.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, they actually. But you know, that's not gonna do anything. I'm sure he's gonna be fine money wise.
1: How is he gonna pay all of his supporters?
0: Yeah, that is the issue. I mean, him personally, (laughs) Uh, he he might have to end up. starving his country and and you know getting into a situation of a real african dictatorship where he has all the money in his palace he's completely closed off in his palace and the people around him are you know dying of hunger Ah, let them eat cake <laughs> <laughs> see, something like that you see your um, french people he, what you did no but i mean it it, it might create i don't know <laughs> okay anyway it's it's a horrible situation uh I, imag- I guess you guys there isn't anything to say about it even it's it's pretty clear but um all right what do you guys have international stories um that I didn't talk about and that you're gonna belittle me for not uh mentioning you didn't talk about the biggest news story okay wikileaks <laughs> oh that was in December. Right, What's I completely forgot on about. For a <laughs> while, yeah, that's yeah. been ongoing. Yeah, yeah. yeah I guess but we he did, was arrested. Yeah. I think in December, wasn't he? That's true. He was arrested. Then he was released on bail. <laughs> um, I guess the only the only thing I would Is say about Moore, this. Michael
2: Moore didn't Michael Moore pl- pay his bail or something?
0: He did. I think. I didn't so. know. It
2: wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> yeah, I think he yeah, got. Yeah. I think he tried, helped get him out of jail. Didn't
3: he? You know, oh, that, I, I don't that, think he used his Visa card though. Yeah. <laughs> <Probably> no. <laughs>
0: Um, You know, the one thing I want to mention about this, um, I I talked about it in my uh, French tech news show, and some people on the uh, comments uh, reminded me of something that I didn't say, but about this arrest specifically, everyone in the media everywhere is talking about the uh, alleged rape um, uh, that Julian Assange is accused of, and I don't want to diminish any of this, and people who listen to this show know how much of a feminist I am, so I don't take any of this lightly at all. But the the thing that he's accused of is not rape in the sense that we understand rape at first you know at when we first hear the the word um he's being accused i believe it's not completely clear but i think it's something along the lines of the condom that he used when we, he was having sexual relations with the woman in question broke and i
3: read he that, didn't use one with yeah something like that even one of his partners did, and she was mad about right. it. right Exactly.
0: Either he didn't use one, or I think he claims that it broke, or it's something along those lines, which obviously, you know, if if he if she thought he was going to use one, or he implied he was, and he ended up not using one, obviously that is not okay, and it, he should be, if there is such a procedure in Sweden, which is the case, then he should be uh, prosecuted in accordance to the law. But it does seem awfully suspect that it's being reported as plain rape without any kind of further detail everywhere because this is a much more serious accusation um so yeah i just wanted to throw that out there i guess uh, i guess the question then comes
2: if if he didn't use a condom and she wanted him to use a condom but he continued anyway but then she wanted him to stop
0: because he wasn't using a condom then it becomes rape absolutely i don't think that was the case though okay uh, but yeah, I, I don't have the details. I, I don't want to go too much into it. But yeah, if, if that was the situation, then it's a lot more understandable that it, w- it would be called rape. But I don't think that was the case. Okay,
1: you guys just gave me a huge headache.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey Turkey, how 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 is uh, WikiLeaks being reported on uh, in, in Saudi Arabia? Oh, a lot, a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, I especially I like the conspiracy theory, which is now completely broken.
0: <laughs> which one?
1: The one that said uh, WikiLeaks made a deal with Israel not to publish anything attacking Israel. Really? <laughs> yeah. When the first the first WikiLeaks never mentioned Israel
2: at all.
0: So yeah, that, I didn't. I so didn't, that came you know, out. <laughs> oh, it did. Okay. <laughs> so what? So because So if it's... you
2: don't if you don't say anything about Israel, you must be uh, you know uh, com, you know in, in cahoots with them. Exactly.
0: <laughs> well, amazing. you know if. It, it would seem it, it would seem interesting if the cables, the diplomatic cables, mentioned you know ninety nine percent of the countries in the world, and Israel was conveniently mm. left out of all the communications of every country. <laughs> that would be a little bit suspect. But uh, I don't know what the situation is there. But uh, we didn't hear anything about about that. I have to say no. Israel now, uh, there were leaks about Israel yeah.
1: recently. So yeah. But it was hilarious. Everybody, when someone comes up to me and says, you know, this is a conspiracy theory. And I look at them, dude, they have 250,000 uh, documents. Pages, we only yeah. saw about, what,
2: 5,000? Yeah. So, so if Turkey thinks you're nuts, man, you really must be a crackpot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Paul, what what uh, did WikiLeaks incur in uh, in Hong
3: Kong? In, um, in Asia, well, in general, yeah, it's it's been in the news quite a bit because of the you know the the fact that it's internet based. Um, directly related to China, though, there was one story where one of the leaks came out about the um, the the upcoming guy who's tapped to be the new uh, premier, who to take over for Hu, Hu Jintao, and he, <coughs> excuse me, his name escapes me at the moment, but. Uh, it was this thing about his film preferences for Hollywood film, um, how he likes <laughs> really important stuff. as Yeah, in with it, was all really weird. it was really weird. It was you know, things. saying he likes uh, war movies like Saving Private Ryan and these things, and he doesn't like uh, Chinese movies like Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Um, so yeah. people are saying, is this going to affect the way that movies are made in the coming years in China? So they
1: <laughs> don't like Chinese movies. I love those.
3: Yeah, but but he he doesn't he he prefer prefers the realism of war movies, I guess. Hmm. Interesting.
0: Yeah, it's really like the other thing that we can say about WikiLeaks. I guess it's it's been received in the same way all around the world. It's although I do understand that you know. Okay, let's not get into the whole debate, but the the thing that came out was that nothing really came out of them. It was all things like, oh, this guy wears a wig and oh, that guy doesn't like these movies. Okay. Hmm. Where are the big earth-shattering revelations about what this country really thinks about that country or Well, there was a new story.
1: Clinton did like, not like the uh, president of South of uh, Argentina. She wanted to find something to talk about.
0: To what? I'm sorry.
1: She was looking for any embarrassing thing about her so she can tell people about it. <laughs> sure, news. yeah, but
3: <laughs> go ahead, Paul. Yeah, there was a there was a news story today or yesterday that I was reading that was saying the US is having to spend all this money to relocate people who've been exposed or who've been compromised. Oh, I thought all the names okay. were redacted. All the the Oh, on, making names.
1: ads, they don't need the names. The government... Apparently the not. Governments Apparently there's know. enough
3: information to go on that they feel some people are going to be compromised somehow. Um, right. And they're, sense, yeah. they're setting up a department, I think somewhere in New York, where they're going to try and help these people, you know. Uh, okay. Know, yeah. Yeah, no, sure. I mean, I r- that, that does make sense. Career.
0: That does make sense, definitely. What I'm trying to say is that I didn't see from the leaks any incredible revelation you know, scandal or anything like that. Obviously, the leaks have had the leaks have had consequences in many different areas. It's not about scandal, Patrick.
1: But. It's about the language.
0: It's all about the mean?
1: language. For example, the way uh, the ambassador to Libya, the way he described
0: the muawadda, although I completely agree with him, <laughs> no, yes, yes, sure, but, of course. Yeah. I mean, this is this is obviously what we we've heard yeah. what i'm trying to say is that before the leaks were actually leaked we thought we were going to get scandals of epic proportions like th- hear secrets about some of the dealings that were happening in this or that i don't uh, think so i don't think many or,
1: people thought of that because they clearly said oh nothing, we did nothing in French, we thought secret. it was going to happen well when they announced it nothing was top secret all they say is secrets. secrets is uh, normal uh, communications
3: mm. if it was yeah. top i secret, think a lot of it was hyped up by top. the media too yeah. Maybe, maybe.
0: I don't know. All right, uh, so WikiLeaks, uh, let's move on to something else. Do you guys have anything else? Because you've been hassling me. Oh, this is all ex-colonies. We've never heard of this. Okay, who what was have hassling you heard you. about?
1: Tell me was hassling I'll take care of him for you.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's very, very kind, Turkey. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, yeah, so anything other than our ex-colonies happening in the world in December? Yeah, it's Qatar no? is uh,
1: hosting the World Cup and Russia also.
0: <laughs> wow, that is the least interesting <laughs> bit of news I have ever heard in my life.
1: <laughs> uh, there's a new I'm, country coming out soon. A new country? Yeah. Which one? South of Sudan.
0: <laughs> oh, right. pff, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah, For good. some
1: reason,
2: yeah.
0: A new, okay. co- a new
1: country is going to join the international
2: community. That mean, the, the the interesting thing about the the sedan issues is, is like you know um, what you were talking about before, Patrick. I really hadn't heard anything about, but this this is bigger in the United States at least because it's a big fight over oil, hmm. um, and and the the idea that you know you've got the. The, the northern half, there's a very interesting, like, if you look at the satellite imagery of Sudan, um, there's a very clear divide. Like, you can very clearly see the difference between north and south Sudan. Uh, and, and in the north, where, uh, where it's mostly desert, that's where all the money is. And in the south, where it's all, like, you know, uh, tropical uh, forests, is where it's all the poverty is. Hmm. And, um, but 80% of the oil that it produces um, comes from the south. So they're well, trying to. It,
1: no, to be exact, it comes from a specific town in the south that actually is so close to the border that it's <laughs> they're disputing who should take it.
2: Right. Mm. So yeah, it, it definitely spreads. Like the the border that they're showing, it, it kind of cuts down the middle, but most of it is south of that the the proposed border, mm. um, and, uh, and 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 Filnly like fifty percent of the uh, the revenues from it actually goes to the south. Mm. So it's it's the 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 balance of money and wealth in that country is uh is is very offset in terms of the location of where it's coming from. But I mean, I think that's in in many places. So.
0: Yeah. But, but do you mean to say that you've been hearing about Sudan in that level of detail in the U.S. or did you go dig it up? Um, I a, about half and half. Um, really? Wow. Yeah. OK. I'm I'm actually surprised.
2: So I mean, it, it's you know that's that's been in the last week or so that's been on. Uh, now, mind you, like you know, I've I've in the past month or so been showing a lot more interest in 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 the news in general. So mm. I've been doing more digging than I probably done in my entire
0: life. As far okay. as, um, <laughs> wow, what happened? I think I think
1: um, George Clooney helped it to
2: publicize it in the U.S.
0: Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah, you I mean,
2: the, we've been hearing about the Sudan for a while with, like, as attached to George Clooney, yes, but specifically, I think, in the last, you know, week or so has been, it's just been more mainstream without without it being entirely connected to George Clooney. Mm. Uh, without, you know, without them playing a clip of George Clooney talking about it. But you're <laughs> right, that is probably what has pushed it into the limelight,
0: uh, or, mm. you know, for, for, for American news media. Okay. Yeah. Um, All right. You know what? Since you guys don't um, have any other uh, specific international news, let's go to... I have one news I have to mention. You do? Yeah. Okay.
1: Never hijack a Turkish airplane.
0: Ooh, what happened? (laughs) The
1: passenger kicked his ass.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I think I remember hearing something about that. (laughs) I remember a a, a Russian airplane that actually exploded... Um, But I haven't heard the one about the Turkish airplane. No,
1: there's a Turkish airplane flying from, I think, Norway to Turkey. (laughs) And some guy tried to hijack it, claiming he had bombs. And two Mm. of the passengers, who happened to be Turkish, kicked his ass.
0: (laughs) Wow. Okay, that's good to know. So if you're planning on hijacking a plane, don't do it on a Turkish plane. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. Um, Paul. what's been making the news in uh, your side of the world? Like Um, uh, anything, you know, local or uh, maybe not if you want to, but yeah, something from... Yeah, I think
3: uh, two of the biggest local stories um, that have kind of been circulating um, since the uh, right around the new year is is, uh, the first one is because Hong Kong is known for its tycoons. Uh, We've got, I think, per per square foot um, more Rolls Royces than any other city, yeah. and a lot of tycoons here. And there was an article talking about the fact that the rich have gotten a lot richer in this past year um, with their incomes going up by about, or their their net wealth going up about 20%, whereas yeah. the middle class and the lower class have remained static or gotten worse. Um, yeah. And you know, to be fair, they, did, they do point out that even with that increase, um, they still haven't regained all of the wealth that they lost um, prior to the crash uh, in 2008. Um, they say that they're still about 8% short of being back to those levels. Um, but apparently... Oh, it's still
0: quite a, a good recovery.
3: Yeah, apparently 2010 was good um, for the, the upper class. Hmm. Um,
0: too bad i'm not in the upper class and
3: <laughs> <laughs> not yet anyway <laughs>
0: yeah um, that will happen i mean i'm telling you this podcasting thing it's filling up my bank account
3: really fast
0: <laughs> wow are you becoming rich, Patrick?
3: <laughs> especially buying <laughs> yeah, all those apple HR. products to support it right
0: <laughs> exactly that don't work damn it
3: <laughs> um the only the other big news that's been kind of circulating is the um Coming out of China, China's been showing off some of their military tech uh yeah. in the past couple of weeks. Um the one thing they've been talking about is the the so called carrier killer missile that they're developing, which is sort of a direct um a direct uh, sort of opposition to the United States, which is known for their uh carrier fleets, um giving them, you know, superior air power in in, in the in the seas. So people are saying that this is sort of a challenge to the military strength of the United States, and that they've been testing a, or they're supposed to test a new stealth fighter this sometime this week. And
2: yeah, that was big in our news. The the all the pictures got leaked out of the of the stealth fighter, which Ooh. has which doesn't have an engine
0: yet, as I understand it. Ah,
3: so what people have to push it? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's it's just for photo ops right now.
0: Um, mm.
3: But yeah, I, apparently, um the defense secretary Gates is going to China, uh, this weekend to actually try to smooth over some of the tensions that have been going on between the U S and China of, Mm. of late.
0: That's interesting. We didn't, again, we didn't hear about this at all. I mean, the, the, the Chinese fighter thing do not interest us in any way. I guess we had bigger fish to fry, but, uh, Okay. All right. Um, or frogs. Sorry. Or frogs. Yeah. We like frogs. What do you <laughs> have against frogs? I've never had frogs, actually. Well, see? Don't knock what you don't know. It's it's the... Basically, they're, they taste like chicken. So. <laughs> it's sort of a scrawny, very annoying chicken. Um, <laughs> turkey, regale us with your... Uh, take on what's been happening in your side of the world? Me? Hello? Me? Yes, yes. My
1: side of the world. Uh, Biggest news? We just got some regulations about uh, controlling media online.
0: Ooh. (laughs) How so? Well,
1: the stupid Ministry of uh, Information and Culture decided that the internet is too loose for them. So they issued new rules to control it. Basically, any new uh, news site that broadcasts from Saudi Arabia has to get a license.
0: Holy shit. Yes. Uh, Sorry.
1: It's uh, editor-in-chief has to be approved by the mi- ministry.
0: Wow. So it's if the person is... In lives in Saudi Arabia, the, the editor-in-chief. I guess my question is, how do you define a news site that is from Saudi Arabia?
1: Uh, because the, the it's
0: site it's can be hosted somewhere else. It's
1: either hosted in Saudi or the editor-in-chief is in Saudi or it's purely okay. targeted to Saudi.
0: All right. Yeah. Hmm okay so for example uh i was saying at the beginning of the show that your site um was just relaunched and your podcast was just was just relaunched but you had the site for a while um would you fall in that category for example
1: uh no because it's not a new site it's a, okay uh, so a blog a is blog. still
0: okay
2: no.
1: but uh if it was up to them they wanted to add blogs but they were so many hey, blogs aren't news They were planning to add blogs, but there was so much opposition. They made it an option. You can register if you want to.
0: (laughs) So, of course, you are going
1: to. (laughs) They can go screwing themselves as far as I'm concerned.
0: (laughs) All right. So, is this like, I mean, obviously, it looks extremely bad. um, Let's say what they're doing is, look, there is good and bad about this. But in general, it's
1: bad. The good thing. What's the good? The the good thing is there's more more control because there are people who are going out of control putting too much rumors too much saying say and so and the news is just being too much faked so mm. you have this part however in general if you look at the big picture the entire idea is stupid it's uh, uh too much of uh, killing the freedom of press and too much control for government over news outlets
0: how how much freedom of press is there to begin with
1: until today online a lot okay i meant
0: not online not online there isn't
1: much there is i think we're a lot more free than we were maybe 10 years ago but it's still uh, controlled by the government so there are news articles and uh, things that you are not allowed to publish period
0: so does this bring online in line with uh, offline and said line three times exactly
1: that's what it's supposed to do okay That's the exact situation. That's exactly how they treat uh, the printed press here, and that's what they Mm. want to do to the online press. Okay. All right. So so, and I think uh, some uh, media outlets internationally have mistaken and said, yeah, blogs are under that, so you cannot blog until you get a permit and so on. But thankfully, Mm. blogs are not under that. You may register if you wish to. Hmm. And I wonder how many idiots are going to register their blogs. <laughs> so, okay. can, yeah,
3: can you, you give us sen-
1: if they do register, idiots.
3: Can you give us a sense of how difficult it would be to register? Is it just filling out a form, or do you have to take a class, no, it's, or
1: it's just filling out a form? But, uh, and the conditions that you have to be over twenty-five, you have to be a Saudi citizen, you have to be educated.
0: Yeah. And so what what can they do once the, the that law has been passed? Can they... oop Turkey, you're... This, this, is, this is another problem. You're breaking up a little bit, Turkey. I think your mic got unplugged or something. A little no, bit. I'm
1: on my phone. Can you hear Oh, okay.
0: Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah, so what can they do? Can they close down the blog or you know the, remove... They can take away the license? Or? Uh,
1: if it's local, they can uh, close the blog. If it's outside, they can block it. Okay. But uh, the problem is this isn't exactly a law yeah. uh, and it, uh, because this comes from the ministry the minister doesn't have the power so it's a completely c- complicated situation right now because it's completely a disaster completely goes against all l- regulations and laws it's just everybody wants to do whatever they want
0: mm. did, did the king express himself on this or
1: no no he did not have okay. a, any opinion on this it never, never went up to him okay because to go up to him then it had becomes a royal decree then there's no problems with it that's it yeah so but it never went to up uh, it never even passed outside the ministry of information i see yeah so le- uh, the legality of these laws are very very weak at the moment mm. so okay. so it it is a questionable uh although most Saudi uh, news sites are happy with these laws Mm. because they don't care about freedom of press. What they care about is money, and these laws help them to be more profitable. How? It limits how many websites they compete against. Yeah, because of the competition. Yeah, and and, and it also gives them uh, government support, can give them loans sometimes if they require it, if they're registered. And uh, then they have uh, the marketing and advertisement. They will be targeted as for advertisement because also advertisement will be controlled.
0: Of course. Hmm. So, so, okay. so
1: the majority are happy with it. The bloggers are definitely none as happy as far as I know. Of
0: course, yeah. <laughs> okay. Um... In France, I'm going to go really quickly over it. Uh, we had an, a, a, a problem with, uh, well, a story about um, industrial uh, espionage, I guess, spying uh, with uh, Renault. You know, Apparently I can't they... believe
1: you. Renault actually has secrets?
0: <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Renault is a really I, I wouldn't say it if I didn't think so, but they're an extremely important performer in the world of car manufacturing. What are you talking uh, about?
1: Okay. Everybody who ever heard of Renault seriously, raise your hand.
2: What do you oh, mean thought, seriously? Wait, you're not talking about the actor who is in The Professional?
0: <laughs> <laughs> you Okay, that is interesting. Do you think Renault cars are crappy? Turkey?
1: No, I've never been in one, so I cannot judge it. No, <laughs> but what's the
0: image? Not... Are you just... Are you... Oh, so you're just giving me crap for the hell of it. Yeah,
1: it's, it's not... Oh, it's okay. not... Okay. Unless you go to an ex-colony, you hardly see a Renault.
0: <laughs> okay, fair enough, fair enough. I can tell you in, in Japan, they were they are very popular. I don't know uh, about maybe, the rest of Asia.
1: They're bought by Nissan?
0: No, but even before <laughs> that, they were considered very luxur- luxurious. and Because in France, obviously, they're, you know, the 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 local cars they're not now they've turned it around in the past i would say 10-15 years but when i was a bit younger they were like the crappy local manufacturer that wasn't was seen as utilitarian more than you know
1: know right now it's pushing very hard in saudi arabia only for the last year Mm. so i know about it now uh, because they got a very strong dealer who is pushing the product and very highly marketing it so i think they might get a nice share of the saudi market if the cars are actually
0: Mm. good there you go. Um, so you guys Paul and and John do you uh the half Beatles have you heard of Renault or I, obviously you've heard of it. I mean I, I honestly as as far I have not. You don't know the the car manufacturer Renault? Renault. Yeah. Oh, I've oh. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Phew. There you go. I wasn't <laughs> Just I say didn't. it right, damn it. <laughs> 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 Paul Freaking weird French people Yeah <laughs> Yeah Paul So cars How are they You know Are they kind of cool Or the crappy ones
3: uh, They're sort of the mid-range Okay yeah, I, I, yeah. I see some people Driving over here The They're The The really popular thing now Is though The The really small cars I don't think I could actually Fit in one of them Like <laughs> I think they're called The Mini Cooper Or something The Oh um, Not
0: the smart cars
3: no, yeah, not the Smart cars, cars. not yet. Even
0: ridiculously tinier than a Cooper. Well, in 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 Europe it makes a lot of sense because we don't have enough space for big cars and we only go like, you know, 20 steps away anyway, so it's not like we need a big 4 4 like you guys have in the US, but um So yeah, anyway, it, there was a big uh story about in the last day or two about uh, uh corporate es- espionage, is that how you say it? um mm-hmm. in In that um, Renault has some prototypes and technology for uh, electric cars that was apparently sold to some Chinese interests somehow through intermediaries and uh, uh three very high level executives of of Renault. Uh, were actually fired over this, and it's, there's going to be like they are actually being prosecuted. If things go through, they're going to be prosecuted for um, crimes against the interest of the nation. So it's like serious spy stuff. Like uh, it's it become it comes to that level with do, that. Do
1: you have the death uh, penalty?
0: No, we don't. It's okay. like ten years uh, in prison. It's not serious. <laughs> <laughs> um, Turkey, you're you're. Coal quality is really bad now I don't know what's happening but um yeah tweak your uh, hat just (laughs) (laughs) turn the the tinfoil hat around oh that's better all right I guess we're gonna we're gonna finish up uh, with uh, John and the things that happened in the US before that I just want to say we did hear about uh, the uh, don't ask don't tell being repealed I think in uh, mid-December or late December which was a big victory for obama and we did hear about it i personally thought it was uh fantastic news but um yeah it it was one of these weird situations where everyone agreed that it was crap and a couple of political you know interests would go going against the advice of the professionals and the analysts and the people involved would have had been blocking it so it was really I don't know. It it it's a piece of news that made me happy.
2: And and um, that and that specifically is basically the big news in in United States right now um or in the, for the past month. It, there's a lot of stories that have happened, and a lot of a lot of things that got done um and and so basically uh you know, the United States Congress had had a, a lame duck session which basically means Congress stays in session past the election but before the next Congress is sworn in. Um and so all of this time, the last, you know, two years or so, like, the Republican, the minority has been blocking everything they can. Like, almost, mm. it seems like, for the sheer sake of blocking it. Um, so, you know, it, it's, it's, it's very strange to see a, a government where it's like, you know, majority should rule and be able to get done, but a very small minority can actually bring it to a halt. Mm. Um, and and so it was happening on Don't o- Don't Ask Don't Tell, um, the START treaty, which was another big deal. Um, uh, the treaty, the disarmament treaty, the nuclear uh, uh, disarmament treaty between Russia and the United States, right. Right. Which it ended up going the,
1: through. Isn't it all about the tax raise? That's the basics of it.
2: Yeah well what the 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 start treaty or the the well the, the other big thing was there's the, there's a tax compromise which is basically that bill is why i got you know started interested because uh, my my wife has been uh, unemployed for quite some time now and yeah. they basically were uh, part of this tax bill was extending unemployment um and so you know it, it's you know nothing benefits is news. you mean yeah. Uh, yes. The the, uh, the extending unemployment benefits. Um, yeah. The way the way
1: I heard it is that the uh, the reason they were blocking everything else is because they were they didn't like this one. So this one, when they resolved this one, the, everything else passed.
2: It, it wasn't even that, though. They were they were almost blocking everything. Like, they were, um, like, even with Don't Ask, Don't Tell, after that passed, they were like, okay, we need to deal with Don't Ask, Don't Tell. And they're like, no, no, it's the holidays. We need to go home and be with our families. And, and okay. there was actually a, a senator who was like, um, uh, talking about you know cuz obviously they're going to go home for for Christmas and 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 things like that for the holiday um but they uh the the most ridiculous thing i think that happened was the the statements from uh republican senators that that uh they they shouldn't you know it, that the the idea of going in and voting on things like don't ask don't tell and and uh all the other stuff was was an affront to this sacred time between between christmas and new year what? Who knew? Who knew that the entire week after Christmas
0: was sacred? <laughs> <laughs> it's you know I would be guys listening if you are of of Republican I'm going to use a funny term of Republican confession uh, meaning in French confession is like religious inclination. Um, please let us know on the on the blog uh, comment comment on com. What you thought about "Don't Ask, Don't Tell" and the fact that it was uh, voted, you know, off? I'm um, I'm sure most people listening to this show would be. Happy, but I would like to hear specifically about uh, from from re- Republicans. If you also thought, you know, it was a political stance at this point, and you're, it's it's good that it was, uh, uh, you know, it's that it was voted vote against.
1: That's morality, or,
0: or I well, I I want to hear from the from the Republican guys. So if you if you have something to say, please come and say on the blog. Um, okay, so that was that the big story. Um, I, mean, I mean, has it started? Go Sorry, ahead. go ahead. No, you go ahead, Ask your question. I I was wondering if you started hearing stories already about um, gay people serving in the military uh, and, you know, finally being able to, to express themselves and to say it and, you know, maybe some 8 o'clock news feel-good story about this guy who was, you know, gay and repre- and who couldn't say anything for years and years mm-hmm. and now he's just said it to his friends and maybe his friends are, you know... Uh, surprised, or I don't know. Did, have you? Heard, I don't. Th- I don't think we this? have. Um,
2: okay. uh, I, I haven't seen anything like that. I, mean, I think the most touching thing that we've we've seen was the. Um, uh, I think it was uh, Reed, Senator Reid, the uh, at that time the majority leader. Uh, basically, he um, uh, there was a there's a particular uh, uh, like officer in the military who was uh, very outspoken about uh, trying to get this to happen and um he returned uh to the to the senator his West Point ring, which the West Point is a military academy um mm-hmm. and uh, uh saying that he's ashamed to wear it mm-hmm. um uh, until you know and and the the senator basically said uh, this is a while ago that he would return it he would return the ring to him when don't ask don't tell is uh, uh is repealed and so they there's this great moment of you know shots of the ring being returned uh and 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 then followed up by that you could see watch the twitter accounts of the officer um because the the senator tweeted uh that you know he was very proud to return this ring and then the the officer uh replied with the next time i receive a a, a ring from a man it, it better be for full legal marriage <laughs> so so the guy who's been very active about don't ask don't tell repeal has now s- stepped up the ante
3: <laughs> there has been one um, interesting story sort of I, I guess it broke earlier this week that's come in the wake of this I don't know if you guys have saw, seen it but it's this Navy captain um, Owen Honors who apparently made some videos some All the a, porno a few years. well they're not really porno as I understand it but they're they have foul language, and they're lewd, and apparently they're, they're also, um, there's some gay bashing or, or some uh, anti-gay uh, statements that are made in the videos at some points. And it's I just think it's interesting that, you know, this these are coming out now, because apparently they've been in circulation a while, but he's being removed from his post, and it's like, this is yeah, sort of I've the first yeah. bit of behavior where, you know, they're starting to take action. Uh, and this against is, this, this is te-
2: past behavior too because this was before like he's he's gotten a promotion since then this was like the video was taken yeah. years ago yeah um, and so now they're like now that it's okay or you know people are coming out and, and revealing a lot of this stuff so it, it, it's definitely a, i think going to cause a bit of a shake-up over time um with certain people who probably aren't on the on the party line i guess uh with with don't ask mm. don't
0: tell repeal all right. Um, I guess John, do you have anything else you really want to mention or No, I mean I just think it's, it's you
2: know there's a, just a lot of uh, right now I'm just kind of sick of our of my pers- of my government uh, in terms of like how the congress works and and just how, you know, I, I personally am an independent. I don't I I'm kind of disgusted with both parties to to a large mm. extent and it it just it, the the inability to get anything done um, and and uh, is is just over the past few years has been pretty horrific. But uh, I, I am impressed that like that something was done, Like we got a bunch of stuff done in the last month. Uh, mm. And a lot of it was very good, um, you know, specifically like just for, as far as the rest of the world is concerned, the 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 the, the disarmament uh, treaty with uh, with start. And also, I think following along, there was a um, uh, I think Obama had set out to uh, get back a lot of the highly enriched uranium that is out a, uh outside of you know that has leaked out of Russia and the United States to different places um and uh there was a i forget what i think it was on like the Rachel Maddow show on MSNBC or something like that but uh they did a small story that no one was really talking about about the fact that we have returned there's like i think 30 something countries that have uh stockpiles of highly enriched uranium <laughs> mm. um and we have returned 16 and uh, a 19 of them something like that um it, over the past like uh nine months, so it's very interesting like trying to get all this you know uh weapons grade material uh you know uh uh material back into the hands and securing it um and which I personally think um is a very good thing for the world. <laughs> But um, so it's, it's good to see that I think there's been a lot of progress uh, in uh, over the past year, which is now going to be tried to be undone. And and I don't yeah. really care. Personally, I just want progress. You know, um, it, it's the 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 when it goes straight down the middle and something gets done and everyone gets a little bit of something, um, I'm happy, you know, um, and as long as something, go, you know, I, I am, you know, I would be I would I would even I'd be out more to vote and be more involved, uh, you know, with politics if it wasn 't just two ends tugging at a at a rope and no one going anywhere, if it was actually people yeah. working together and getting something done, so but that's, that's I do agree politics you know
0: is. it 's sort of a chicken and egg thing i mean I do agree that it does seem uh, i 'm sure you know you 've seen the YouTube video where people congress people. In the U.S., say, back from the early 60s or 70s, they all say, you know, Congress is broken, uh, Washington doesn't work, there's too much this, too much that, blah, blah, blah. It does seem like today it's come to a point where, I mean, I don't, I, I wouldn't say nothing ever happens. But now with what we've heard from the, the right is we are going to undo, like, vindictive yeah discourse saying we're going to undo everything that Obama has done in the past two years. Like this is the agenda. The 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 goal of the Republican Party seems to be we're going to unweave everything that's been done and it seems like you know that's which
2: has nothing to do with what it has nothing to do with what their constituents want or need it has everything to mm -hmm. do with just taking down obama and trying to secure the next election and that's just job security and their job is not to keep their job their job is supposed to be to to govern and to legislate and if they can't do that
3: anymore it's it's you know you get you, either in Congress or for the presidency, you get maybe two years in, and after that, it's all about the next election. You know, so right and yeah, now, now
2: it's just going to be defending what they've done, and that's it. That's yeah. that's, that's that's all. I, doing.
3: Well, I, I will say something
0: though, John. I'm saying it's a chicken and egg thing because I don't know if you if you vote a lot, but I know that the the voting numbers in the U.S. are a lot lower than they are in, in France, and. I know that France has actually very high numbers but th- what I mean to say is um if you want things to change the only thing you can do is vote and you say you're independent then you maybe you should vote for people who are independent who champion your values um I cannot I understand that the two party system makes all of this very difficult in the US but I can't believe that there is no one even if you you add a a 1000th a of a percent to their voting uh, uh results in the first term of the elections that's at least you know doing your part and i'm not saying this specifically to you but i'm th- saying this to everyone listening you might think it doesn't matter i can tell you 100% you're wrong it well, does matter that's I'm, the only thing that matters and 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 the
2: the the other side to that i feel is is the part there's two parts I think that's broken. I mean, the, the part that's broken in Congress is the fact that the minority can pl- completely just halt the Congress if they don't like something, um, and 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 destroy everything, which is kind of what's been happening. But we eventually got through it. Um, but I mean, the other thing is it's just the way our voting system works and the Electoral College and and how popular vote doesn't really matter. So does my you know my vote? Connecticut is you know it was the state that I live in. Um, is typically voting the you know it it, it votes the way that, that I want you know but the the United States as a whole does not mm. so it, it's it's very difficult I can affect Connecticut. Um, which in turn will, you know, I mean, even then I can't really, you know, me voting or not is, is Connecticut is a very, very democratic state. Um, (laughs) and that's, that's not
0: really going to change a very liberal state. Um, and no, of course. Well, I guess that is what I'm trying to say. It doesn't matter that you're not actually going to change things because it's a a scale thing. Mm -hmm. It's just, I remember Tom Merritt and I think he was on, on, um, I can't remember if it was forecast or East meets West when he was saying, when you get your your vaccine for you know your flu shot, it's not just for yourself. It's for by doing it, you're preventing other people from also getting the flu. It's sort of a very difficult concept. To, not difficult, but. When you're voting, it's not just to affect the immediate outcome of everything. It's the idea that if everyone does it, then things will change. Of course, if the fact that you do it or not is not going to change anything, but if everyone does it, things might have an an actual effect. Hence, you should do it too. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's.
3: Well, there's there's definitely that aspect of civic duty, which I I think, like in Australia, uh, I was talking to somebody from Australia. They said you have to vote if you don't yeah. vote there's like a penalty mandatory
0: uh, vote is yeah. fan- a fantastic concept
2: and I and that, and you know, and, then, and that's that should be fine i mean that that would be great i think it's just you know just growing up as far as like it, it's taken a long time to take interest because none of it really truly affected my life sure no um, i understand and, hey, and, you and know there's what? no this- civic you know there's no real civic uh uh duty bred into us as a society anymore it's not part you, of our, our you
0: know. Well, you upbringing. seem like a, a, a at least a concerned person, you know, like a civic minded person who takes interest in in what happens around you on a societal level. I don't know if you've been voting or not, but if I my feeling is if even you who is an educated person and concerned with these things doesn't vote then, of course, there's no chance for anything. So let's make a vow that in the next election, you are going to go vote, even if you are not completely convinced of, you know... You don't know exactly that it's going to affect things, but you're gonna go vote anyway.
2: Oh and, and, and I will and I can I can okay. firmly I can firmly vow that today. Okay. And it's just interesting just knowing my own transformation over the time and even over this last month of just something, mm. you know, you know, finally seeing something of the government that actually directly affects me. Um and, and that has to do with, you know, just because
0: Oh, you could because you could come out to your wife that you're actually gay? Is that the... Yes,
2: yes. And okay. we can finally, we can finally, if you move to uh, Connecticut or Massachusetts, we can get married now.
0: Ooh, wait, what? Huh? Okay. Yeah, no, so, okay, sorry. I'm being completely. Um, diversion. And you can join um, so, the military,
3: so. Yes, <laughs> exactly.
0: I
2: just had this picture in my mind of me and uh, Patrick skipping along, holding hands, and uh, toting oh, M16s. That's
3: we,
0: did, we, did, we did do a date night with uh,
2: Patrick and John. So yes, it's true. There you go. <laughs> um but it, i i just i you know, there's a personal growth that has happened to me and and that's just part of growing up i guess and i wish i wish it happened much earlier and i wish it didn't obviously happen to happen because you know the economy is so horrible but there is just very little in our upbringing upbringing these days that really supports you know our the youth in america it's it, you know there's we don't feel a reason
0: yeah. to 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 bother um and no we, i understand and I have to say, before you go any further, I'm getting all <laughs> high and mighty and patronizing and all this now, but I'm actually, I really started voting when I came back to France after I lived in in the, in, uh, in Japan. I didn't really vote in my 20s. Yeah. So I, I'm really not the best person to be giving lessons in any of this. I'm still, you know, I'm still doing it uh, and, and trying to get people to go to the voting place. But yeah. I'm I should be I I am humble about this also. Um All right, I, I guess we've been going on for a little while uh Turkey has fallen asleep um, only woken up by nightmarish images of John and me skipping through the fields. Dude, that's um, just
1: horrifying.
0: <laughs> and I think that that I think will, we make uh, a good couple. I, I do too. I I'm going
1: to need that's your girlfriend. To do that,
0: right? Oh, my wife my wife knows. Oh, that's, they're cool with it. um all right so let's bring this show to a close uh once again thanking all of you guys uh, listening for listening uh and thanking all of you guys talking for actually coming on the show even though it's uh very early for you john and very late for you paul and uh, i guess just okay for you turkey um yeah
1: i'm the one who's okay
2: (laughs) <laughs> is
0: it my fault you just... Co- you make us sound in, like
2: Goldilocks like, and the Three Bears. <laughs> no, I got, I, I, we started at 11 a.m.
0: for me. This is fine. Oh, wow. Okay, I didn't realize. <laughs> oh, you're on the East Coast? Yeah. Or, oh, yeah, of course. Um huh. just told you. Um, so I don't, I don't... Yeah, he just did. Um, I <laughs> don't feel that bad anymore. <laughs> no. um, so let's start with uh, thanking Turkey and say, talking about the relaunch of... Uh, of um a saudi life which actually i listened to a few days ago was really interesting because you you talked to a woman who is in saudi arabia and she uh, her name is her twitter handle is manal I uh, guess.
1: her name is manal her twitter handle is manu
0: underscore manu um and and she describes her life in Saudi Arabia. She's studying to be a doctor. Uh, it's it's actually, if you want to um, hear a little bit more about everyday life and and women's life uh, is in Saudi Arabia, that's a great listen. Uh, and I would highly recommend that you go listen to it. And now I'll shut up and let Turkey yeah. tell us about it more.
1: Thanks, you liked it. Well, a Saudi Life, uh, you can find it at uh, saudilife.net. And it's basically a relaunch of my podcast. I used to do this podcast for a while, and I just relaunched it on New Year's in a completely new format. And hopefully every month I'm going to have a guest over, female or male, Saudi or an expat who lives in Saudi, and we're going to discuss about their experiences and their life in Saudi Arabia.
0: And I, I saw on Twitter that you were looking for an expat for uh, the next show. So I would be very, very curious to hear what an expat has to say about Saudi uh, society. Yeah, I figured I'm to
1: going that. to do it this way. One month uh, Saudi, one month an expat and keep on changing.
0: Cool. Yeah. And of course, uh, Turkey is at Saudi on Twitter. You'll find the link on the blog. Uh, Paul, tell us about where we can find you on the internets.
3: Yes, um, I have a website, that's uh, com where I do a small uh, Hong Kong-based podcast with a partner. And we talk basically about uh, Hong Kong movies, Asian movies, and sometimes Hollywood movies, too.
0: Excellent. Thank you. And your Twitter handle? Is FoxLore. FoxLore. There you go. Um, John... What about yourself? Do, do you still do Negative Cutters? Or we, did you we, have- we've, we've taken a break at, at the moment. Um, That's what so, I thought.
2: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the month of December, we actually decided to take a break. So basically, I, I run a, a podcast called Negative Cutters. You can find it at NegativeCutters.com. And, uh, it is a, the movie trailer review podcast. So we, we take a look at uh, movie trailers, what's coming out, and uh, uh, basically make a judgment based off of just the marketing material that we're presented with of uh, whether or not and when, you know, kind of a scale of, uh, of when we would go see this, if at all. Um, and uh, we've been discussing some format changes and things like that. And with the holidays and, and a lot okay. of stuff personally going on, I, I decided that we would. Uh, it was a good time to break um, uh, and for a month. And then as soon as I said that, I got sick um, uh, for about five or six days and have had a hacking cough for about the, the next four weeks. So, um, it was, it was a good time to not be podcasting. Otherwise I'd be hitting my mute button every other, uh, every other <laughs> word. So, um, but we are, we are looking at uh, bringing it back up. We're going to, uh, change the format up a little bit. I think we're going to, we've been doing some, uh, kind of looking at what's coming out this weekend, uh, which I think when it comes to trailers, I think we're going to start I think it's going to be a little bit more relevant for us to look a little bit farther out and talk about new trailers that are actually coming out. So, um, okay. but, uh, we're going to, we're going to change it up a little bit and, uh, try and make it more fun and probably do about twice a week. I've been doing three, <laughs> three episodes a week, Jesus. Uh, which was, you know, well, they're short. episodes. I record them all at once, but, uh, we, you yeah. know, we, um, but, uh, yeah, we've been, uh, we're going we're gonna to slow it down a little bit and make it a little bit easier to produce, and, uh, uh, but it's still going to be consistent, so uh, look for that coming in the upcoming weeks. Good choice. And you can also find me on uh, Twitter uh, at twitter.com slash copperdome.
0: Which I've always wondered about. What is this Copper Dome thing?
2: <laughs> copper Dome is the uh, it was my design the design company the name of the design company that I made about probably about ten years ago so um, it's sort of my my umbrella uh, name that I've always used for things um, as far okay. as how it was created and came up and what it means um, uh, when you know domain names always are the uh, uh, the. Kind of the most important thing of like having a company name that has a domain name attached to it. So, like years and years and years ago, um, the way I was looking for for company names was going through old expired domains. <laughs> um, and so uh, uh I, I there was so- something about this, just the the not the literal translation of the word, but just the sound of the word and, and what it, me- it meant uh, that I, I liked in re- in regards to the, my style of design and things like that. Um, okay, so um that's that's where it came from and uh, i still to this day get emails about like copper mining like mineral like
0: companies (laughs) um (laughs) it's my domain name which is kind of amazing all right thank you very much uh as for me i'm patrick beja you can find all my links on patrickbeja.com i also wrote an article uh on, in the airport, as I was waiting for my plane to take off in the blizzard uh or at least to board the plane that was going to take off in the horrible blizzard and snow that we had and that we didn't talk about um all through December, I wrote an article about how it feels to have abandoned sort of the some of the podcasting community I was a part of uh, a year and a half ago um if you like sort of reflective uh, uh, thoughts uh, on what it means to be uh, part of the internet communities, then maybe you'll appreciate that article. I invite you to go read it. You'll also find all the other links to my social uh, um, accounts and other shows on there, patrickbeja.com. I would like to thank again everyone very much and uh, give you the assurance that we'll be back in about a month thanks a lot bye everyone